welcome everyone to episode 37 of Talking Jacks. This is a Talking Jacks extra coming at you live on Thursday evening. You probably won't hear this until Friday or Saturday, <laughs> or some of you unfortunately won't hear this until Sunday. And then that's yeah, just yeah. really that's like really disappointing. But it's uh, everybody. happy long weekend. That's right. Yeah. Everybody's off work on Monday. Most everybody. Yep. Um, but yeah, I am really excited about this match on Saturday night, and I fingers crossed I even get to watch it. Because uh, <laughs> I know last week I talked about wanting to go to Richmond for the game, and then I remembered, oh yeah, my parents are coming to visit uh, the, the new house and everything. So I will not be in attendance, unfortunately. Be a little awkward if you went to the game and they towards your house without you. Maybe maybe not the best plan. Yeah, that'd be a little weird, right? Yeah. How are you doing today, by the way? I forgot to ask. I, I'm good. Um, I am uh, officially into the weekend. Um, I don't have to work tomorrow. Ooh, so nice. So you get a double long weekend. Yeah. Unless you're uh, working Monday. Are you working Monday? No, oh, wow. So you I'm going to forget how to do everything at work. Um, mm. But, uh, but yeah, it's going to be a nice weekend. Going to probably will not be watching this game live. Um, going to be at the Greenville FC game. But um, that's fair. Yeah, I'm hoping I don't know if I'm gonna be, do a full Chris Davis, though. Yeah. If if I don't get to watch it live, I am going to do a Chris Davis. Yeah, uh, because that's I'm excited about this game. I don't know. Yeah, I think it'll be really good. I, I, I'm excited because we're very we're very similar points of the standings. Um, yeah. and, well, maybe I think, not too. Similar. I think they're <laughs> I think they have 10. Do they have 10 points? Yeah, they've got 10, we've got 14. So we're kind of clustered in the middle there. Well, everybody is, too. And some teams have played 10 games already. Some teams have, some have played nine. We're at that weird point in the season where there's a lot of uh, teams that have played a couple double game weeks already, especially the MLS2 sides have played a lot yeah. of double game weeks because they're not involved in the Open Cup. Uh, yeah. So, man, I don't even want to think about the Open Cup. I don't even. Ocean City let us even, down big time. I don't even know what on Wednesday what you're talking or on about. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday was a little bit um, disappointing, but there was some upsets. That was nice. Um, yeah, I guess ups. that was the only upset I really wanted. Yeah, I would be like, pretty, see, they're actually really good, but no, they just made us look bad. Yeah. To be fair, I've seen a lot of chatter about. Oh, I don't know why Matthews had so much trouble with them. Well, yeah. if you had watched the game, you would have known we would, we actually didn't have that much trouble with them. We gave up two really bad goals in like five minutes, and then the rest yep. of the game we pretty much dominated. We just couldn't score. Exactly. So, and it was our reserve squad. It was so, our poor reserve also, squad. Also, we're the Charlotte Independents, not the Matthews. <laughs> just to correct anybody. <laughs> uh, but moving on, <laughs> moving on from the Open Cup that we. Uh, are no longer in obviously um but yeah i'm really excited for this game i think it'll be a good benchmark to see where we're gonna be uh in the table essentially or where we're gonna do how we're gonna um play against this team and they're really good at home too so uh yeah really to share and, the interview we got with uh with matt as well that gives some good invite in source yeah. information <laughs> words yeah uh I'm I'm interested to see if we can take the show on the road. So far, we have not. Uh, yeah. 
Nashville was not great, but it wasn't terrible. And Charleston even was not terrible either. Yeah. Uh, we kind of were a victim of that red card because up until mm-hmm. that, you know, up until that point, we had played for 30, 40 minutes. We had played some really good soccer. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and after the red card, we just kind of fell apart, obviously, as you do uh, most mm-hmm. of the time when you go down a man. So I, it'll be nice if we can put together a solid performance on the road. Um, but mm-hmm. like you said, uh, we welcome Matt Myers on the show. He is also known as RVA is red on Twitter. Big Richmond kickers mm-hmm. fan, uh, yeah. a on and off again, kickers blogger. Uh, and yeah. we're going to roll that interview now and we'll see you on the other side. All right, welcome to the show. We've got Matt here. He's, uh, I guess you could call a, a kicker's super fan. Uh, he was uh, gracious enough to uh, to help us out with some some kicker's information. Uh, welcome to the show, Matt. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, but uh, we were just kind of kind of had a couple uh, random questions here and there to uh, discuss with you about the kickers right now. I know they just uh, came off a midweek uh, later in the game victory against uh, Penn FC. Um, but, yeah, so uh, the team is looking pretty good all things considered this year, how would you say the beginning of the season's gone for the Kickers? Yeah, I mean, much better than last year. I mean, not a high bar to <laughs> clear, to be fair, but uh, much better. As long as we're not playing Bethlehem away, we look pretty decent. Uh, the, those two games have both been disasters, but other than that, uh, at home we've been uh, really strong. You know, I think uh, lost one game to Indy 1-0, but we didn't look outclassed. Um, gotten results out of every other game uh, only other game we lost all year was Louisville on the road we were up most of that game and then lost in the 90th minute so feeling pretty good all things considered uh, <laughs> cool um, are there any uh, specific players you would say that in the beginning part of your season that have really stood out to you whether they're attacking players defending players uh, things like that yeah uh, we got this one guy you guys might have heard of uh, Austin Yearwood maybe right <laughs> <laughs> Little, little something here and there. Yeah, yeah he, so he missed the first, I think, four games for us. Uh, he got hurt late in preseason. Mm-hmm. As soon as he came back, you know, the offense got so much more dynamic. Uh, the you know, work of the left side, you know, has become noticeably, di- noticeably different. Uh, you know, in the, what I guess it would be six games, kind of the cup, he's played our three primary assists. He's been involved in other attacking. Uh, you know, formations also allowed us to move other guys out of left back into more natural positions for them. So, for me, he's definitely been my favorite pickup so far. Um, but other, other guys that have been doing well, Cordovez, uh, uh, who we you know, got off of Charleston, he scored a couple goals for us recently. Brian Shriver uh, has put in a couple. He made a big difference you know, kind of as a wing forward uh, type of position. Uh, so I'd say those are probably the major standouts so far this year. But uh, really, I can't think of anyone who has been a clear black mark on the team this year which uh, compared to last year is a breath of fresh air. Yeah, that, I mean, when you can look at your roster and not pinpoint someone that just maybe hasn't been playing too well or or just isn't that great of a player, that, that's a good thing. I, th- I think that's uh, a major um, necessity now in the USL that you have to have a pretty much a solid starting 11 and, and really a couple good backups to go in there. Yeah. Um, 
talk about a little bit about the the DC United loanees that you got this year. I know there's been some back and forth with Dane Kelly um, and, and things like that. But who who would you say are some loan players that DC United sent down that have gotten some time to play? So we've only had uh, three names even at the beginning of the season. Travis Wara, goalkeeper. He's been with uh, you know the team most of the year. He's almost certainly going to start this weekend. Uh, very solid. He's been with us off and on for the last probably two or three seasons yeah. right now. So I say he's one of those. You know, guys, uh, I think realistically probably a little bit better than Dykstra is right now, but they're kind of in that same tier of, you know, decent, you know, MLS backup, so, you know, pretty strong USL starter. Uh, so feel really good with him and that. He has good familiarity with, uh, you know, our back line. Uh, we had Bruno Miranda given to us on loan. He's like a 19 or 20-year-old Bolivian. He came on as a sub the very first game against Bethlehem. We have not seen him since. Hmm. Uh so he's already vanished, so that's fun. And he's on international duty, I believe. Well, he wasn't going to be on Richmond duty either way, so I don't really care. <laughs> and then, well, only other guy we've had uh, is Dane Kelly, you know, you know, somebody we all know from you know, Charleston days. Uh, he's played two games for us, had a goal and an assist, so the big question is, is DC using him or not? And it seems mm-hmm. to be, you know, be one of those things where find out maybe on Friday, more likely on Saturday, will he be there? Uh, but you know, it's one of those things where when you're watching and you, you know, see the game, you can see how much better he is at a striker than everybody else on the field, how much of a difference he can make. Uh, yeah. So I, I've learned to get over ex-battery guys being on the field for us, uh, especially <laughs> when they do well. Yeah. Uh, I, I've learned to love after many, many years of uh, not loving that guy. <laughs> Now, somebody that really impressed me last year was Chris Durkin. Was that a surprise that he was not loaned down uh, this season to Richmond, or did everybody kind of expect him to be with D.C. full-time? Yeah, I mean, I think at the start of the year, uh, when it comes to Durkin, that we thought we might see him every now and then, maybe if D.C. had a break in games because they have that wacky schedule this year before their stadium opens with uh, a lot of gaps. So we figured maybe they might send him down to get an extra game. Uh, randomly, uh, we didn't think he was going to be a full timer. You know, again, like he was the first half of last year. But you know, now that you know, DC first had all those central midfield injuries to guys like uh, Moreno and Segura, you know, some of them that he stepped in, did well there. Now he's pretty much won that job based on merit. I'd be really surprised if we saw Durkin and Richmond again, unfortunately. Okay, yeah, that's good. Good insight. Cool. Definitely good to know that. You got any other uh, questions, Alex, for him? I've got a couple. Yeah, I was just kind of interested in uh, how the team is kind of lining up, if it's a different style of play than last year. Uh, I know last year it was a bit more, like, uh, not bunker and counter necessary, but, like, but uh, I know, yeah, there was a lot of focus on the defensive end last year. Yeah, uh, last year that was in large part because we had pretty much zero good forwards all year. Uh we have forwards now, so we've been playing a style that's a lot more aggressive, a lot more attacking. Uh, the downside of that is it leaves the defense a lot more open. You know, so, well, last year, we had a really good defensive record. I think it was like fourth or fifth best in the East, even with how you know, poor our overall record was. This year, we've kept one clean sheet so far. So it's kind of you know, moved in the other direction. It's certainly a more entertaining game now, uh, but when you get ahead, it's one of those things where you're like, wouldn't mind going back to 2017 style for these last, you know, <laughs> little bit to you know, kill off the game. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. 
Um, one thing I was curious on is because right now you, you played eight games, or the, the kickers have played eight games. Yeah. Let's say uh, it's been three wins, one draw, and four loss. So, what do you think has gone well for the kickers, and what do you think has not gone well in those wins and losses? Yeah, so not gone well having to play in Pennsylvania. That <laughs> has been an disaster. Even our you know, first Open Cup game was in Pennsylvania. We needed you know kicks to get past Reading. So yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we get to go to Philly now for the next round of Open Cup. But oh boy, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think you know, stuff that's you know been going well is you know just the you know, we're able to have our attacking you know group link with guys like Udai and Mora in the midfield. Uh, I think that's where we're having a lot more success. You know, uh, getting you know up the wing with Yearwood on the left, Alex Lee on the right. You know, that's where you know, we tend to find you know, a little bit more success when we can provide that width. Uh, so I think that's been you know going pretty well. Uh, where things go wrong sometimes is the midfield can, because we're pre- playing so much more aggressively, they can get, at times it feels to me like they get overrun. Mm. You know, so if the, you, know, you guys have uh, you know, some guys out there like you know, you know, Jordan or uh, you know, Ekra, some of those guys who can you know, start to fall off the midfield at times, that might you know, be a situation where you might be able to take a little bit of Advantage. Uh, we certainly have some good players in there, uh, but just the style we're playing certainly allows for you know, a little bit of almost bully ball in the middle, not just pure physicality, but just you know, being able to take over that central part. Hmm. Very cool. Good. To, good to know. That definitely uh, gives you an idea of what the, the kickers are going to try to do uh, schematically, I suppose. Um, that's uh, really all the questions I can think of at this point. Um, how about you, Alex? I don't have any more, so if you want to, we just have a couple from the listeners. We've already talked about one of them, uh, but this first question is from Charles, and he asks, how is Austin Yearwood doing? If there's anything else you want to tell us about uh, how Yearwood's doing. Yeah, he's he's been awesome. Uh, he will, unless something terribly goes wrong you know, today or tomorrow, he's going to start at left back. Uh, he's probably going to you know, be going at you know, whoever you guys have at right back. You know, this week, I know you've had a little bit of musical chairs back there. I assume it's going to be Johnson, right? Yeah, Johnson's pretty much been the only yeah. uh, permanent starter in the back line because yep. he hasn't gotten hurt. Yeah, so that, <laughs> Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. <laughs> that, that could be a pretty interesting matchup because both of them like to get up the field, I think, by yeah, time. That, uh, that could be fun along the way. Uh, but, yeah, great pickup. Uh, you know, I, I was excited, but not like over the top when we signed him over the you know, winter. It was like, Okay, cool. We needed a left back, but he's been far exceeding expectations. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. This question is from Richard, and uh, it's kind of a playoff of a segment we had at the, I don't know, it was either towards the beginning of the year or in preseason, and we were having to decide whether we would rather make uh, reach the playoffs or make a deep open cup run. So the question is just, which would you rather have? Uh, would you rather reach the playoffs or make a deep run into the open cup? If you had to only pick one. I mean, what does what does deep mean? Ah, uh, that's a good. That's a good. That's what I was like. Uh, I would think quor- quarterfinals, semifinals, yeah. final. You know, well, I mean, somewhat where you're on ESPN. Quarterfinals is very different. There. I mean, are, are you saying we're guaranteed to go out of the quarterfinals? Because if that's the case, I'll take get back to the playoffs. Yeah. You know, rather than a couple of you know, the, the two wins in the short term would be nice. But and last year sucked. And, <laughs> yeah. The playoffs sucked. And it was the first time in this <laughs> since 2003. So, Ooh, wow. Kind of like winning. So, <laughs> winning is okay. I'll take more winning than sporadic winning. 
There you go. That's fair. I so far I'm the only one who wanted to go deep in the open cup. So. Yeah, we've, we've, done, <laughs> sorry, we've done that before. We've won it. We made the semis. That's, I was about to say that's true. You guys have did win. Yeah, we, yeah, we made it all the way to semis in 2011. We knocked off Columbus on the road. Knocked off Kansas City on the road. Almost knocked off Chicago in the semis on the road. Uh, unlike certain other teams, Cincinnati who won all their MLS games at home. Just yeah. saying. That's true. Yep. Just, just, just throw that out there, but. <laughs> cool. Uh, all right. Well, we, before we let Matt go, uh, let's move to predictions and do a little prediction about the game. Ben, would you like to start us? Um, I'm going to let the guest go first. Uh, go okay, ahead, guys. Uh, with your prediction, um, be as correct as you'd like or as outlandish as you'd like. I always strive for correctness. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think. We're well situated here in this game. Uh, you're playing at home. Uh, I know you guys are a little banged up you know, right now, especially you know, in more mm-hmm. of the defensive area. Uh, I don't think you guys have traveled that much yet either so far. So I think it all no third away game. We've played two games on the road and have yet to score a goal on the road. <laughs> well, I mean, again, technically that you know road game last week, y'all won, but oh well, yeah, true. Yeah, that's we true. got a road win technically. Yes. I did scream that at the end of the game. But uh, I, I think you know, uh, the good guys in red are going to take this one. I'll go 2-1 because we can't make it easy two on one. ourselves and keep a clean sheet. 2-1. <laughs> I should have gone first. Um, oh, okay. Go for it, Ben. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say the exact same score line, um, but reverse for us because um, we are – because I'm not going to say the other team's going to win. That's weird. Unless it's like outrageously <laughs> lopsided. Um, that would be very uh, – very strange for me. Yeah, two one for us. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't really feel like explaining that anymore. But two one for the independence. Yeah. All right. Well, I will kind of split the difference then. I'll go a one one draw, uh, and I'll make a specific prediction on the goals. They will be assisted by Austin Yearwood and Joel Johnson, who we talked about matching up. There earlier. you go. That'd be cool. All right. Okay. So. Alrighty. Both of them are very good at crossing the ball so i you know i imagine that could be fun to watch i think you're 50% right and i, I yeah I, t- I also don't have any faith in our defense to keep a clean sheet so yeah but one one you know we'll see it could this could be a high scoring game oh yeah should sure. be a fun one so all right matt we'll, we'll let you get out of here um on that note and we won't see you saturday unfortunately but uh Maybe on the return leg to Charlotte, you can come make the trip down. Definitely in the interview y'all coming up. Feel free to send them, uh, you know, over outside the stadium. We're happy to have anybody anytime. Yeah, we will. All right. Well, hey, appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, our listeners, you guys can find Matt at RVA is red on Twitter. Um, and if he decides to get back into the blogging game, that's rva is red dot wordpress dot com. Yeah, don't count on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. See you, man. Thanks. Thanks, man. And we're back. Ben, did you enjoy that interview? I did a lot. It was uh, it was nice to uh, to hear some information about the kickers more more in depth. Um, kind of understand that their style has changed a lot too. Um, that's going to be really interesting because it feels like they play a pretty attack minded, uh, style now. Um, feel like we could be in for maybe a number of goals, um, or just some really good defense. We'll see. But, um, 
yeah man, i'm excited to I'm, I'm glad we know more about yeah. this um um oh yeah but that's uh i'm, I'm excited yeah i I think it's going to be an interesting matchup. It'll be interesting to see which lineup we go with if we, because it sounds like Kevon George is back available. Uh, I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be interested to see how we build the midfield. That'll say a lot about how we want to try to play mm. against Richmond. I think definitely, um, yeah. You know, if we go with Kevon George and Jan Ekra, then that's going to be pretty defensive. Or if we go with Ekra and Foster, that's going to be pretty attacking. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see which kind of pair we line up in the in the center of the park. So, uh, but yeah, I enjoyed the interview a lot as well. Um, Matt, it's kind of nice to talk to a fan, maybe not necessarily a journalist. We've, I know we've had a mixture of fans and journalists on. Uh, mm-hmm. And so he was – he maybe didn't have the access that the journalists had, but it was nice to have a kindred spirit, so to speak. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was definitely uh, very beneficial to have him um, on the podcast, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about the game, though, just because we haven't been able to put together much on the road so far. But it's, like, yeah. you know, it is early in the season, so maybe I shouldn't be too worried. And we did play, we played pretty well against Richmond away last season uh, we actually played pretty well against richmond every game we played them last yeah. season i think we were yeah i think we beat them 2-0 at home or away last I year i think we played them three times last year didn't we did we kind of think did. i think we did i think we or maybe it was bethlehem that we played three times i don't there it was one of those we played three times and yeah. i think i know we won twice against richmond i think we won 3-0 at home because enzo had like a brace or a hat trick in that game yeah. Uh, and then we We're played them on the road. And we won I know we beat them 2 0. On the road, I think. Yeah. Matches head to head. This is great podcasting. Yeah, we did beat them 3 0. You're correct. We beat them 2 0 away, 0 0 at home. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought we played a 0 yeah. 0 game at home. Mm-hmm. That, was that and the game that. Um, was that the game that Renfro started? It was. Cody was yep. hurt. I was okay. about to say. Yep, that was the the Renfro game. And like me, you was and was Chris and PK at that. I feel like it was me, you, Chris, PK, and Lucial were like the only people at that game. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was a very unattended game, essentially. Because it was like a Wednesday or a what, Thursday or something like that. It was the the zero zero home game was uh was a Wednesday. I remember that specifically. We're getting really into the weeds here, so. Yeah, we are. But did you, fun have you fact, listen to? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead with your second your fun fact. Uh, Enzo scored four goals against them in three games. Yeah. Um, we we obviously don't have Enzo unless the Rapids want to do an true. extremely he, late loan. So did he do two in, in two in each games that we scored? Sorry, that did, did that make yeah. any sense? Mm-hmm. No, it, it does. Yeah, it, it was, wasn't it was like two. a hat trick in one and then a, one goal in the other. Nope, it two was two ends. braces. That's what it was. Okay, cool. Gotta get to my Enzo facts right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, this is like you said, this is great podcasting. Uh, I was just gonna ask if you listened to the second yellow yet. It it no. just got released today. Oh, I have not. Is it good? Oh, Sadie says hello. <laughs> uh, it it's, it it was very good. Um, okay. I was just going to ask you about the statistic that Jason shared on it, which he did share with us earlier in the week, so we can still talk yeah. about it. It was the one where they basically averaged 
they've allowed an average of more than 10 go- shots per game or something crazy like that? No, it's that um, uh it's like the opposite. So oh. the entire Eastern Conference averages uh I think it's 11 or 13 shots a game. Mm. Uh I'm pulling it up now. Okay. The Eastern Conference teams average 11 and a half shots per game and Richmond has not gone over that average once. He said the most they've had is 11. Mm. And they've had two the games. The most they've forced or they've allowed? A lot, no, the, this is their offensive stats. Oh, interesting. So interesting. It, it seems like they are more attacking and scoring more goals, but it's really just that they're being a lot more efficient. Because I remember it, last year they yeah. were taking absurd numbers of shots. They were just not good shots. And it's like the opposite this year. They're taking on below average amount of shots but so far they're scoring more goals so it'll be interesting to see if that trend continues um so that's that's kind of a line to look for if they get if they get less than 11 shots you know maybe we'll be in good shape or you know that's just something to watch for i just thought it was an interesting interesting little tidbit that jason brought to us and we didn't have to do any of that research so that was nice so thanks, yeah. Jason. Thanks. Free podcasting. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to go over before we answer this last listener question? Um, no, I think that about does it. Wraps it up uh, with a nice little bow. Okie dokie. So let's dive into Chris's question because it might take a few minutes. So Chris Davis asks, you're in charge of casting a film about the Charlotte Independence. Who do you cast for the team? This includes players, coaches, and staff. Also cast yourselves if you like. And then I asked for a little bit more clarification, so I asked him to give us like a, a genre of the movie, and he came back and said, historical about the team. Example, if you were to cast uh, Ben and I as the away bench hecklers, I'd be played by Russell Brand, and he'd be played by Steve Merchant. It'd be amazing. Um, I do actually look quite like Steve Merchant with no beard and short hair. Um, I, I kid you not. There, there are photos to prove this. You kind of um, do, actually. Yeah, I I may have uh, cosplayed this in once or twice. Um, ah, yep. He's six <laughs> foot seven, though. He's got a little bit of height on you. That's, that's the problem. He is he is far taller than me, and he has a British accent, so that makes it a little more difficult. <laughs> a little more difficult. Um, this is a really good question that I I it's I feel like is really tough to answer. Um. I'm trying to think. Who who are who are your what are your thoughts on on this one first? Well, for one thing, I think it's gonna be tough to pick all of you know what I mean, like all of yeah, the yeah, yeah. players. So I feel like we should just pick like a handful. So like historical the figures. So let's just pick some of the guys who have been around like the whole time. So like Jorge. Uh, Duckett, yeah, Kalunji, Jeffries, some people like that. Jim, yeah. I think we should definitely we'll do. Just, we'll just yeah, rotate. Have, we'll just rotate. How about that? I think we should definitely do Kai Foster because it's easy. I mean, Jack Sparrow. Um, <laughs> some reason. Oh my uh, god, that's hilarious. Yeah, Johnny Depp is definitely Johnny Depp. Yeah. No, I haven't even thought about that. That's great. Yeah. Um. 
I'm trying to think. I had I had an idea. I'm trying to think who we should cast as Ducket. Um, I was looking up some things. Maybe Michael B. Jordan. Maybe. That's. Do you think ooh, that works? That that that's a good one for. Okay, yeah. I was th- I was thinking either him or Donald Glover. Maybe. Kind of, but I think Donald Glover's too short. I don't think. Yeah, that would... Michael B. Jordan is kind of athletic too. Yeah. That's very. That's dope. a good very one. True. Uh. Man. Maybe Chadwick Boseman is. Uh, Are Columbia? you just doing all of them? Maybe. Mm, ah, that didn't feel right to me. No. Okay. I felt like that may have been a stretch. Um, Jeffries is, I think, a really tough one too, though. Yeah, I'm struggling with all of this. I, I really, we really should have saved this for like a, uh, what are they? Lost, lost episodes. Questions. Yeah, lost questions episode. What about uh, like. Oh man, the guy I, the guy I can can't get out of my head for Jorge is uh Mark Consuelos. Mark Consuelos. Who is I, that? He's he's not really that popular. He's in this show that me and my wife watch uh called Riverdale. It's like this crazy teen uh, drama. Uh, I know who's like, talking about. Yeah. Oh, Erica said that she's he's Kelly Ripa's husband. That may uh, okay, that may be how I know what, what, who he is. Yeah, I can see that. I, he grows out his hair a little bit. I can, uh, I, I can, I can deal with that. I think that would work. It's like the smile or something. Something about yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely the smile. The smile definitely works out really well. Um, trying to think. Yeah, we're gonna need to to, to shelf this a little bit. I think. We're pretty good so far. I'm trying to major blank for Jeffries. There's, I almost thought Mark Wahlberg, but I don't want to put that on him because I don't like Mark Wahlberg, so we're not doing him. Um, also, he's not... Well, I feel like Mark Wahlberg's too... Like... Too in your face. Jeffries is so quiet. I don't know. Uh, true. No, yeah, that, that's right. That just I, I'll doesn't, give you that. doesn't kind of click... I'm going through this huge list of actors to see if I find anybody, <laughs> and they're all women, so this doesn't help. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll table the rest. How about that? We'll come back on the, the, the next Lost Questions episode, Chris. We will give this a proper answer, and we can do more more characters. Uh, yes, for sure. Because this is this is fun. It's a good one. We need some more time to research. So. Do you have anything you'd like to add? No, I, th- I think uh, it'll be a fun game. Really, really excited to uh, to see how things go. Um, it'll definitely be a uh, a good benchmark, like I said, to see how we're gonna fare against what a lot of people have considered to be a lower level team. Um, that I don't know if I'd necessarily consider with the Richmond Kickers, but um, it'll be a good test on the road as well. But definitely a good. It test. will be, and I'm I'm excited to see. Uh, Austin Yearwood again, because we were, you know, we were both big fans of his last season. So it'll be interesting to see him give us a test. I know Joel's probably going to have his hands full. We haven't come up against that many, you know, left backs who are just as attack minded. And uh, I guess as, as attack threatening as Yearwood. So that'll be a good test for Joel. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, This one's going to be 
eh, between 30 and 45 minutes, kind of like usual. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it and uh, let us know uh, what you think. And hopefully you guys that are traveling have safe travels. Uh, and we will talk to you early next week. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we'll probably come back with the podcast later because of Memorial Day. So don't look for it on Sunday night slash Monday morning. Probably be after that. I don't know when. TBD. TBD. So good. So take care, y'all, and come on, you jacks. Woo!